Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To it's reality yes. Let's love. I'm a terrible micromanager. I fully admit that. <laughs> I, I I don't know what that's like. You are too. <laughs> Welcome to Reality Gays. Welcome to Reality Gays. How would you say Reality Gays? Come and say, do you say Reality Gays in French? Uh, gays. <laughs> gays de réalité. You just gays, made that up. Gays de réalité. You just made that up. I think it's gays. Reality, how you say reality. it? Reality. Reality. All right. Reality. Reality. <laughs> De réalité. I mean, of All reality. right, I'm bored with this now. Gaze Let's of reality. It. Let's Maybe move on. Maybe we should on. change it to gaze of reality. <laughs> that doesn't sound pretentious at all. Of reality. Y'all, welcome. We're talking about... <laughs> what? what? Aren't you going to say it? Oh, I forgot to say it last episode. Yes. I am so sorry. This is toe. This is toe. I have to scream it this time. Wow, you. This is toe. I really need you to get cracking on your grinder tonight. <laughs> your brain's not in it because your ass is trying to get something in it. <laughs> My brain's not in it because your ass is in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> um, Just back it up, boys. Don't need to move. In fact, stay there. Oh. Oh. Oh, all right. Oh. Y'all, we're not going to do uh, all the announcements. We just want to mention that Single Life is great, and it's on the $5 tier of the Patreon right now. Selling Sunsets coming to. That's yep. going to be on the $5 tier of the Patreon. And watch out for our Bicurious poll on the Patreon yes. yep. coming soon with Kendra Sells Hollywood. Uh, Love Never Lies, a Spanish language show, and The Twelve Dates of Christmas. Dates of Christmas. Which works really hard to make you know it's a Christmas it show. Does. It does. It does. <laughs> At one point, some bitch just throws snowballs. Why not? I just... I, I, I don't mind a snow blow <laughs> at Christmas. No, I just they work so hard. That's true. If you don't know what a snow blow is, you've got to Google I it. I don't know what that is. I had to Google it because I heard it in that movie Stepmom with Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon when Julia Roberts takes down a bull and she's like, and you can just, and she says something like, and in fact, I don't know, when you walk it in, seeing your mother snow blowing your dad or something like that. And I, and I was a... I was an adult male at the time, and I was like, "What is so?" Snow all the other adult mean? males who watched Julia yeah. Roberts and Susan Sarandon movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What was who it doesn't? mean? You don't have to Google it after that response. You don't even no. remember. Kind of. It's uh, It basically. It's like. Um. It involves. <laughs> Y'all turn it down for the kids because somebody already had to explain <laughs> to their kid what raw dogging was. And we've already had a long discussion about cum farts. <laughs> so, but it is when there is ejaculate usually in the mouth and you're doing things with it 
That I could buy. Yeah, that's snowballing. No, that's what I said. You said snow blowing. Oh, I meant that snowballing. <laughs> of course, I know what snowballing is. I've been snowballing longer than anybody. I was snowballing back in the eighties. Snow blowing. Wow. I've been snow well, lo- snowballing before I learned to walk. You did. Um, wow. You need to get things right more often. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it, that took five minutes to go through. We, we have to move on. I'm actually okay. just frustrated now. <laughs> Speak, speaking of people who, let's be honest, they know what snowballing is too. Let's talk about and we Kenny and Armando. Way. Yes, everyone should know about that. Kenny <laughs> and Armando. It's a day before the wedding. Pool. The wedding's tomorrow. They are married in the morning. <laughs> Ding dong! You're gonna kiss a man. Kiss a man. <laughs> Your dad's gonna see it. Ugh. Wouldn't wanna be it. So get me to the church on. No, don't kiss him. Don't kiss him. <laughs> um. So. There, this is post talking about adoption. Yeah, with not the a lot happened with him, y'all, but it's a short and, uh, and ex- Kenny was explaining, t- telling Kenny about Taylor, the uh, the child who we haven't really seen, who thinks she's been on screen enough to have a strong opinion. Yeah, it was. That was this is something that was interesting about the live show is that, um, we get immediate feedback of yeah, what people think. I felt really validated felt, because no. I was like. All these kids are grown. And the and, audience and, went, yes! You said it felt like Maury. Or what did you say? Or did you I think like I a, felt like Maury Povich Maury or Padre Jerry Springer. Springer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that yeah, was what uh-huh, it was. Uh-huh. And there were these, these sisters in the middle going, yes, uh-huh, yes, 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 yes. They were into yes, it. Yes, yes. I agree. That, there was, were other that times was before where, I told them to shut the fuck up. It's true. There's <laughs> other times where we would say something and they would go, yeah, no. <laughs> It, it was immediate feedback. What, like when we said, should we talk about Corey and Evelyn? And there was boo. boo. <laughs> and we were like, okay. Y'all, don't boo at our show. Ever. Oh, I don't. They, no, they can boo Corey and Evelyn. I guess you can boo don't them. Don't boo us. You can yeah. boo other people. It's That's just, fine. It's never a good feeling. It wasn't about us. I know. It wasn't about us. But I'm it saying, wasn't, hey, I'm hey, saying. hey, you're not in Sarasota anymore. You're getting your safe space. Okay. It's not 1992. <laughs> And I didn't try to just do a cartwheel across the stage. Exactly, you're fine in Sarasota's gymnastics. Yep, you're fine. Are us? Yeah, it's, it's fine. And they booed. Those boos can't hurt you now. <laughs> it's true. There is nothing worse than being on stage and being booed. Though. But we know you're booing about them. So, um, but y'all are excited to talk about Kenny and Armando. So, so yeah, it's a day before the wedding, and then. Yeah, Taylor is. He's like, so I told Taylor about the baby, and she cried like a lot. A lot. And Armando says they might not admit it, but they probably feel like I took you away. I guarantee you, they do. And and Kenny's like, no, no, they're past. And I'm like, no, Armando's right. Have you taught? Have you seen these kids? Have you seen? Yeah, they're as clingy as they come, y'all. Because think about this: it's been a year and a half. Yeah. It's been a year and a half since he left. I think they've had a year and a half to process this, and it's to still raw it. for them. And Taylor cried like this and, was like a child whose parents were getting divorced in two months. And I've got to say, yes, this is this is hard to watch, and the kids are grown. However, y'all, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, we're rolling billiard balls think, across the floor I think again. Upstairs neighbors rolling balls. Uh oh. <laughs> Here we go. You could probably hear that on the tape. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That was an actual pool ball. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I I need to say this. There was a sissy who came at me. I'm not going to get the name right, but one sissy tagged another and said, tell them about the people who were upstairs in the salon you used to get your hair cut at. And they're like, every day we would hear what sounded like a ball going, rolling. (laughs) And... They we, they found out later on it was someone rolling prosthetic eyes on the floor to see if they were round. 
Why were they having prosthetic eyes? A company was making him. Oh, my God. (laughs) I screamed. So maybe she's making prosthetic eyes. I'm scared to ask now. Well, that just waylaid everything. (laughs) Keep going. Um, So I know that, yes, these kids are grown. This is also, this also belongs to Kenny. In not preparing his kids for this. And also in not saying. Do you think he could have? I think that's he prob- interesting. I think he probably tried to. And Kenny overly takes care of this. True. But I and maybe, though, he could be things like, but I don't think he's ever said, I need to have my own life now. It's not about Kenny not preparing them. I think Kenny, I think Kenny probably tried to prepare him like he thought. I think what you're actually trying to say is, did Kenny? Yes. Set the boundary. With he hasn't him, set any boundaries. New That's more accurate. But you're right. He never has done that. He didn't so, prepare them in that way. It's on the kids. It's also on Kenny. It is because it is on the, they're grown, but also y'all know, I do believe that no matter how old you get, your parents should always be your parent. And that, that doesn't mean that you, Kenny needs to sacrifice his life, but it's this, uh, it's this way of just, you know, you, you chose to bring your children into the world. So it's your job to, you know, um, love them. So anyway, they, but I think Armando's, I think they still think that. And, and so Armando's like, it, y'all, it becomes a game of like, well, are you done sharing? Because now, is it my turn? Is it my share now? Because Armando's like, so... It's almost I'm, infuriating how they handle one I'm, another. It's like, I, I'm really nervous because our wedding is It's happening. almost too healthy. <laughs> it's very healthy. It's very healthy. I knew that would piss you off. It does. It pisses me <laughs> off a little bit. Poodle one. How would you want Armando and Kenny to handle this day? Um, I would want them screaming about the flowers <laughs> and someone, so I would want there, there to be someone striking someone in the face. Yes. And maybe one of them is flirting with the cute wedding yes. planner. The other one sees it. It's not realistic. <laughs> um, so it's too normal. They, they're basically having, and I, and I wrote down again, why are we having this conversation now? On the day before your wedding, none of this should be like cock blocking you from the happiest day of your life, it supposedly. Because Armando is still nervous and he says, I know this wedding's happening for me and it's about us showing love. But then he said, and it killed me. How do you think my dad's going to think about us kissing and hugging in front of him? And I went, this is you know not, my reaction for Kenny, that. Kenny handled it way better. He really did. He the fact that Kenny they're meant to be together. If Kenny can still be like, just don't worry about that. I I would have pulled over the car and said, I am so sorry, but I don't give a fuck about what your father thinks anymore, and neither should you. Yeah. We're getting married. He chose to come here. Tomorrow is our day, our time. Right. This is celebrate us. Now stick your dick in me and let's go get hitched. <laughs> let's do this, y'all. I think Armando. We, I think Armando fucks Kenny. To speculate on maybe topping and bottom. Who knows? Who knows? What do you think? Uh, I think they're a Cheryl folk. Cheryl flip floppers. Maybe. Maybe. I think Armando has more issues than masculinity, though. but possibly because this was really interesting later on that um, it's the wedding day. And Kenny is like having this beautiful moment of like, I never dreamed that I would be getting married. This is the happiest day of my life. And Armando comes in. He's like, I'm sick to my stomach because what's my dad going to do when he sees us dancing? I'm like, what this else pissed are you worried off. about your father doing? Here, here's the thing. All of these things that you're doing at your wedding, inviting your inviting the parents, inviting everybody, this is such a heteronormative thing to do. It is. If you're worried about who's going to lead at the dance and how you do that, don't do it. Don't do it. That's a heterosexual tradition. Yeah. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to do it. Hire a witchy lesbian, don't invite everyone, and then do a a big luau or something. Do a seance and have your dog walk down the aisle. That's what gay people do. Thank you. You, but it does offer an opportunity. You can do it differently, and honestly, Who, like well, you don't have to conform to anything. But I get again. I, well, I don't get. I think we what Armando is bringing up is the whole machismo culture in yeah. Mexican culture that we don't understand yeah. and never had to deal with. 
And I'm not, I'm not saying that his point isn't valid or that his feeling isn't valid. But is the day of your wedding the day to process and think about this? Yeah. Like, to me, I'm like, when, it, it's like when I have clients that, you know, have a lot of anxiety or even if they're like angry, but they, or whatever, they feel like an emotion is completely just guiding every part right. of their day. I'll say, is there, can we compartmentalize this in a healthy way? Like, can you tell yourself you're going to think about this for an hour a day? And then after that, you're going to, it's going to pop in your head, but you're going to tell your brain, Hey, I gave you an hour. You have an hour tomorrow. It's like Kenny Armando needs to do that or something because this is all encompassing and it's almost what do you think it's that thing that I that we've talked about before that gay people that are never used to feeling good like it's not normal for them to yeah. feel good and to feel not anxious or accepted and to and feel not, accepted and, and or safe and feel safe and like do you, it made me it broke my heart because I thought his Armando had some because remember y'all. He went back in the closet because of his family. Yeah, after his ex-wife chased him in a car and tried to kill him, <laughs> but and then she died. And the then process. she died. So there's a lot of trauma there. <clears throat> Is this his way of saying I don't know how to feel? Maybe, but if I was Kenny, I would say, "Look, this is the last we're talking about this. This is him. Mm-hmm. Focus on me. Mm-hmm. Focus on our day." And he does kind of say that. Your father and what he wants and what he and his wants, that is something you cannot control. Yeah. And that is none of yours. And that's a I good say. question for Armando. What can you control? What right can now? you control today? That's a you great question. You cannot control how your father feels. You can't control how your family is going to feel no, you for can't. any of this. I can't control if the FedEx man's actually going to leave the package or if he's going to put that little note three times and then send it back. Then that happens to me all oh, the fucking time. time. We can't control these things. Now, it doesn't mean I don't get angry about it, <laughs> but I can't do anything because I tried to report him. <laughs> and it's hard. <laughs> We're I have tried. <laughs> we are so basic. Um, so I liked it when... Kenny, the best thing Kenny said, he's like, I'm just afraid he's going to think it's disrespectful to see us kiss. And Kenny said, it would be disrespectful to him to ask us not to. Yes. Yes. So, and Armando kind of took that in, but still, I'm just like. If there really is a lot of like, you know, like, I feel like, uh, I think. I feel like Armando needs to read like the Velvet Rage or something like that. There's a lot of toxic shame with him for like. Every time project. I think of that book, I think about the time I fucked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't good. What? <laughs> he's the author of the Velvet Rage. He's a y'all. better writer than he is a, than he lay. <laughs> I don't love everything about that book, but it does. Kali, you ruin everything. You ruin everything. <laughs> But y'all, there's there, it is this idea of <laughs> I'm a slut. <laughs> you are. That's okay. We're all a slut. You're a slut, and your mom's a slut, and your dog, Mother Debbie's a slut. Y'all, you're not watching Single Life, but Mother Do- Debbie. I was talk, a slut talking about getting dick in the '70s. I fucked the Marlboro man. Yeah, you haven't fucked lived. his brain down. But um, I do think there's this idea for some people that are like that maybe are heterosexual. And like I don't get it. What's wrong with Armando? Like. Kind of toxic shame about your yeah. feminine, your no, gayness. That's a big deal. And I, I understand it. I think I, he's in it. I totally understand it. I don't have to put up with seeing it on television no, 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 no. in 2021. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I'm not – and I want to give him grace to work it out, but it's just kind of like – if th- this, this – It's just his been, wedding day. I think if he was working on this two weeks from now, uh-huh. you would have more empathy, but it's just that – this is not the time or the place. And I and like, I do have empathy for him for having to come into the clo- come out of the closet, come back in, blah blah blah. I get it. But if I was Armando or Kenny, I would have been saying fucking affirmation on a daily basis for 30 fucking days mm-hmm. in a row. 
I'm not going to let what my father thinks ruin my wedding day. That is, I am not going to let what my father thinks of me ruin my wedding day. Yeah, I am not going to let what my father thinks ruin my. You had to say day. it three times. You couldn't even couldn't do, do it. it. You meant. <laughs> I was trying to change it and make it better, which is also my problem. Don't be a perfectionist. That's a problem. It was, it was, I'm the working first one on was it. great. I want to be perfect. <laughs> wow. So, so, and they're and they're married. They want to worry about the first dance. And I wrote, Lord, one of these things where I'm just, I think, I think I get to a level where I'm fed up because I see queer people going through and tying themselves into knots trying to please people who are their arbiters. Well, I think you get so upset about because it's triggering. We did it. We tried to do it. You know, and so and, it's But y'all, there's it's an amount, exhausting. There's an amount of grace we can give them, but also these are two people who've lived their lives on fucking television. Yeah, and it it's I feel for them because once you really Give that up, and you don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's free. Very liberating. It's true freedom. Um. Anyway, so I did like when Kenny, Kenny Armando was like, "I don't know where to put my hands," and Kenny pulled a Maddie, and he was like, "You can smack my ass." <laughs> That's and what I, I would have said. I, and I will say, they're talking about. Uh, Kenny does say, "You, I know you've come out a couple of times, and this is your big coming out. Embrace it." Live in the moment. This is all about you. And Kenny, you guys, again, is trying to make this a celebratory moment for him. And Armando is still in his fucking head. He is. He is. This would be a prime where I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, a violence, but I might shake Armando by his shoulders. Well, the thing is, is that it's, I think it, it's hard not to take this personal and it has nothing to do with Kenny. Not. But. It affects Kenny. It, yeah. It's going to feel that way. Sorry for scratching myself, everybody. <laughs> wow. Wow. You can edit that out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's all I'm, I'm, I'm done. I have a feeling that I think there's only one more episode. All right. I know I'm obsessed with figuring kind out of how odd. many episodes I get two shits. I'm, sh- I'm going to be here on a Sunday no matter what. Because <laughs> Matt Sharp. I like to know. Matt Sharp's never going to end this show. It's just going to keep going. Y'all, the going. ratings are fine. I know. Yeah. I know some, they said sometimes the ratings slipped for Happily Ever After. Um, the ratings for Toe are great. Oh, yeah. And People so, are watching the show. And then Darcy and Stacey is coming back in January. And the ratings for that are great. Before the 95 comes back December 5th. Ooh, I wonder who's going to be. We don't know yet, do we? Do oh, we, yes. Oh, they, it's all cuckoos. Did they announce it? Yes. Where have you been? When? Remember when the guy. Been? Remember the guy who looked like a minion. Oh, um, they did show before the night. Oh, that looks crazy. I'm glad you went. You're 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 now having a realization ten seconds after everyone else did. You're That's welcome. pretty normal. Because there's nobody we know though before, right? No, no one we know. It's all new people. Yeah. That crazy like preacher guy. Oh yes. With the woman named be... Mahogany. Oh, I'm so ready for this. I'm so glad you reminded me. It must. I be, forgot all about that. This is must be what it be like to be a golden retriever it's when you're true. always in the Squirrel. moment. <laughs> Squirrel. You don't remember anything that's happened. Uh huh. Nor do you remember know what's gonna happen. Oh, someone's at the door. We gotta go to commercial. Bye. Exactly. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze 
That was great. <laughs> okay. How were we sleeping on Corey's hot brother, Matt? Woo! Where did this bitch Woo! come from? Okay. Y'all, we need an Instagram stat. We need if I need... Well, Corey's last name is Rathburger. So someone look That's up Matt Rathburger. Boy, can you, can you have your brother guest star on your OnlyFans? Ooh. Okay. Wow. Do you notice they have Poodle might subscribe Do you notice how they had Almost uh, The same voice Yeah They kind of Surf Jesus-y Talk I think siblings do You and your brother Sound similar We do People always mistake us On the phone Although he's a lot more Southern than I am now I don't think I sound A lot like my brother No Your brother talks like Leo's Yeah (laughs) Cause he's He let himself be conditioned By how to sound like A straight man Cause he had a very high voice Yeah Kind of talks like, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> he sounds smarter than that. Yes, He's right. very smart, actually. That's you actually make... my straight man voice. Yeah, kind yeah, of talk get, straight uh, man voice yeah, like right here. It's like whatever. It's also kind of a little bit of your fuck me voice, and that uh, you're using that <laughs> to me, describe my me. brother. It's a little weird to me. We need to move on, y'all. I'd bang your brother. <laughs> I would bang yours. <laughs> I know. We, you talked there about you it. There you go. All so, right. So, uh, all right, everybody. Let's talk about my wedding. Let's so talk y'all, about it, all the good stuff. We're talking to we're talking to Surf Jesus's brother Matt, um, and he's hot. And he's real hot. He's got. The, he's that. He's hot in that. Like, oh boy, you're not letting this one. Though. He's hot. In you that need to get laid. Kind of like. I work for REI, kind of. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> kind of outdoorsy. Yes, yes. But I'm also I'm not too pretty, pretty, pretty no, boy. No, he probably though like he but like, he's like volunteers for like a youth soccer league. If you're watching the portrait, I'm so sorry. Bum bum. So sorry, everybody. So sorry for that. Uh, so, y'all, Corey's like, no one has agreed to come to my wedding on either side. No sympathy. None at all. Absolutely none. Because you're, you're a simp, and they can't be bothered. That's true. And, I, and this is interesting, because I, I understand what he's saying. Fact one, they were already married in a courthouse. Again, I wrote that down later. I was like, hey, not not. You're still married. Fact two, uh, as the brother says later, you really haven't given a shit about them since in the last like three or four you years until you, you moved to Ecuador. Yeah. Until you moved to Pigtown. Yeah. Fact three, uh... No one in your family likes Evelyn, and she's, she hasn't reached out. She's a horrible human being. Yeah. All of this. <laughs> um, fact four: It's COVID. It's yeah, Miss Kova is uh, flying around. Hey, hey, everybody! I've been traveling. Oh, I love traveling lots, so I can get anywhere. I can get in your nostrils, and you take me home. I hate family. this character. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, had a little time. You just got I want me a little tickle. <laughs> but ain't nobody gonna go see a wedding while Miss Cove is around. Ooh, I'm gonna be there at your wedding. <laughs> oh, is that a group of? Is that a school trip? Hi, kiddos, <laughs> I'm coming. Ooh, my spreaders. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, your mom looks old. <laughs> oh yes. Oh. Um. Uh, anyway, so. I don't think it's... Because when was this filmed? Like, probably six months ago. Yeah. So, we're in November now. So, this was like in the This was like March, April. 
this is when shit was still really yeah. fucking 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 shut down. So, I just want to say that, and I, when countries, U.S., we had our surges before, and the other countries, like in South America, stuff happened after yeah. us. Yeah, and so uh, he does say it could make a big deal if one person was there. And Matt Matt says we've grown apart. You've been there for three and a half years. Evelyn doesn't have a good relationship. She, we and saw they, clips. They showed us the flashbacks because we watched that season. Yep. We and saw clips and she would we, just. Y'all, she was like totally She's kind of shut down. Yeah. She was, I think she was probably like depressed. You know, we, we've said this time, before. It's because she, she has no control. She was a little depressed, but she had no control over the situation. She hated it. She hated the weather, weather. And she also was not willing at all to give anything a chance of Corey's. Because no. then that would be like telling Corey was right. Evelyn's fucked up. She's a pretty reprehensible. She's a pretty horrible person. So anyway, and she, and he did, and this is and this is something. And Matt says we were best friends, and I feel like Evelyn stopped that. So it's really hard for me to go to your wedding. Um, yeah, he's and, like obviously I support you, but I mean, y'all, here's the deal. I mean, it's really, a sign of somebody who's probably abusively controlling you. Yeah, is that? Amen. Say this. Yeah, yeah. When somebody's abusive and control, they want to isolate you, and they want to make sure that they are involved in every aspect of your life. And so, if you have one friend that's like, if you have one friend is like, I'm not coming to your wedding. Um, I don't like your spouse. Da, da. Okay, great. But you have your whole family. When your whole family, all of your friends, all of your friends, Raul. Later, who we're going to talk about. Who's talk, who even fucked your wife is even <laughs> saying she's a horrible person. You've got everybody around you saying she's a problem. Listen to them. Yep. Listen, they're not telling you a lie. They're not jealous. Listen to your girlfriends. Listen to them. Don't listen to your boyfriend that's telling yep. you these shitty lies. Yep. Agreed. And because the, the only one for, for Corey, his only girlfriend is Raul. <laughs> it's true. And... uh. And so, anyway, so the the That's brother true. is saying it's true. Seriously, he's like, "I wish you the best. It's your wedding. Enjoy it." So he is meeting Raúl, yeah, um, at the state at the skate park, and they yeah. had a falling out because because Raúl invited him to dinner. There were two girls who were in relationships, and Raúl. Well, says, should we say this is when when Corey and Evelyn broke were up? Were separated. Remember, y'all. When Corey, Corey slept with another woman, when Evelyn kicked him out and said, I don't want to see you right. anymore. We're done forever and ever. Yeah. That she's still mad about. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I just want to bring that up. With keep reminding everybody. Yeah, so when they were already married. But so there was that, but still. And Raul did a... So he stayed with Raul for yeah. a couple of weeks. And then Raul did some kind of social media story with his. And of course, Evelyn saw it. Freaked out. Freaked, and Corey's like, I asked you not to post that. But Evelyn freaked out, said he was cheating on her. Yeah. Y'all, you know that she like went ballistic. Now, this is interesting because Raul was also Evelyn's friend. Besides having a dating. Raul became family. Corey's friend. Yes. Because of Evelyn. And here's the thing. And y'all did he fucked her, right? The, yeah, they were together. Yeah, they were. But that, that doesn't matter anymore. The thing is, the reason why Raul is not invited, he's been disinvited to the wedding, y'all, is because he's a Corey person. It's because... She's isolating him. It's Like you just said, with the family. It's, he's a Corey person, and also, he dated her. Yep. He gets it. Yep. He realizes, he says, Corey is such a good guy. She realized that she's just cuckolding. She sees her for who she is. He sees her. He sees her. He sees her. They, her sees him. <laughs> yeah, something like what that. Something like that. And he. And she sells seashells. She by sells seashells. She Perder. <laughs> <laughs> he sells seashells and gets Ellie to marry him. It gets Ellie to marry him. Yes, but that's all this is. She's been. She's been made. Yep. By Raúl. This is and this is a symbolic, more of a symbolic alienation, a divorce from every one of his friends. Yeah, um, she's punishing him, which she's going to do for the this rest wedding of his life. is a big ass fuck in front of her whole oh, family yes, and friends. Yes, she is going to ritually peg him. Yes. in front of all of them. You know, I kind of watch this, and I'm like, I kind of hope they do get married in front of her family, and I kind of hope Corey does fucking cheat on her and just humiliate, humiliate. I can't say that word. You can't humiliate, humiliate, 
humiliate her in front of her family. I don't, I don't wish that. She, but I, I kind of do want a public embarrassment for her. I, I want, I want so much for him to realize what he has traded for a life with her. Yeah, but he won't because he's. I don't think he'll do he's, it. Obviously, Corey is just as self-involved Cor- and, and Corey just as is gross. Corey is Jenny. Is Chicken Jenny right now? Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um. There, Evelyn's moved the goalpost too. Yeah, about what she wants continually. Literally, she had a post of a bo- where she wanted the bar to be, and then she moved <laughs> it like closer to the beach, probably where there's more expensive property. And that my favorite is that her sister Leslie is going to marry <laughs> y'all. You could not write a troll a more. She is troll just wedding. trolling him. She's just seen what can I get away with? Oh yeah, and she is shocked. I almost shocked. have to admire it a little bit, but then I pull myself back and go, "No, that's just straight up me." Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna want a she's gonna want a honeymoon now too that he's gonna have to pay for. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, this is a literal pegging on an altar. How does Corey make money now? Do they just make money from the bar? I guess OnlyFans. She makes some money from that. I don't know if Corey does or not. No, she takes it all. <laughs> she probably does. <laughs> yeah. Um, Corey, you're going to have to show your dick to get us a honeymoon. <laughs> so anyway, y'all, oh, this is, and Raul says, tells her, and finally, he's like, it really hurts me because I feel like I've been your best friend here, and she is only always thinking of herself. That is straight Full up stop. gospel truth. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And, and Raul <clears throat> says, and... He's like, um, oh, wait, I think, oh, yeah. So Corey said, because um, Corey said, like, he fully admitted, it. I'm sorry, but you can't come. And then Raul says, he says, you know, to the camera, he says, whether I'm invited or not, I'm going to that wedding. She needs to grow up, and she can't have her way in everything. Eee! And then Corey said, Corey stepped into the frame. He's like, yeah, you get her, Raul. And Raul just took his head down. I said, get down there and just put his head on his dick. <laughs> and whoa, just, he whoa, just whoa, like, whoa. Uh, he's like, oh, sir. Yeah, sir. What if it'll be like Surf Jesus, like the version of Graduate, when Raul shows up there on like... On in a in a Cutlass Sierra, yeah, and they he grabs him and cur- cur- carries him in his arms, and Corey and Corey and Raul go off in the distance. <laughs> Best ending to this Ra- story, and Raul, Raul and, Le- and Leslie and uh, Evelyn are like screaming. They're yeah, knocking like at the harpies. door. Yeah, yeah. I Best love ending. that ending. <laughs> Best ending. And they play "Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong." <laughs> If you want that ending for them. I want that ending. They'd have to film the sex after, though. Yes. But I kind of also don't want Corey to be happy. <laughs> that's the only yeah, other problem. Yeah, that's true. Because he's, yeah, Corey. All right. Actually, the best thing for Corey would be to come back to the U.S. and live in Mill A and marry a I forgot he's from a town called Mill A. Yeah, and just... Have a basic life. He'd cheat on his wife. He would. You're exactly right. He'd get very bored and barely cheat. Like he gets, again, After you've had Evelyn. You start to feel sorry for Corey, but remember, Corey gets off on being punished. Yep. It's his And it's also the drama. They both are in this relationship because they chose to be. At this point. Especially when he said, we've been together seven years. And I went, I I can't feel sorry for any of you anymore. Any of you. Seven years. Yeah. He also looks rough, it, don't you think? He does. It hit me because that's how long I've been in a relationship, and I'm. That was a good way to be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I would never put up with this. Like, you know, seven years, you know, that's a long fucking time. Yeah. Um, Five years. <clears throat> if he are, said like three years, I'd be like, "Uh, whatever." Are we ready? <laughs> That was just emotional. Okay. Jenny, Jenny and Submit, Jenny y'all. Jenny and Slap. Now, were you... This is getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. I have a question for you, too. Okay. No, but go ahead. I was going to say after you. My favorite thing of being interrupted no, right I was when saying, I was about to I say qu- something. I was trying to... Yes, and you. Um, would you have ever thought... Uh, 
Harry Christian Devotee um, would have been the right. All Jenny needed the whole time was a girlfriend to tell yeah. her what to do. Yeah. She just needed someone yeah. who would stand up for her. I never thought that I, that I would see this. I never. All and, she needed was a girlfriend, y'all, yeah, who wasn't related to submit. Because you got to have friends. The feeling's all so strong. I'm doing a harmony. Obviously, you're not going to stop singing. <laughs> I didn't know the rest of the lyrics. You know, there should be a law with our show that if you don't know the whole first lyric, you're not allowed to sing it. Oh, oh, let's see you. Let's see you sign this Deal. law into action. Deal. Um, okay. Oh, I want to throw something at your big head right now. <laughs> That's Bette Midler in the bathhouse. Um, okay. So to follow up, my question is, this jumping ahead, but it's what we're all asking. Is Jenny going to leave? No. But she's... I don't think she, she's going to leave she either. She got support from this woman. I didn't catch her name. I'm sorry. Well, we do see they kind of ruined it. They showed next time on 90 Day Fiance, and they show Jenny she's in a like marriage face outfit paint. with paint. She's yeah. like, we're getting married tonight. So something happened. But I feel like she may attempt to leave. So maybe that's we, it. We, we said that a while back. The only thing that Jenny needs to do. We said that like a year ago. Yeah, the only thing she needs to do is threaten to go home. Y'all, because this is, Submit is the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. And, and you know what? Before I thought, I'm like, he's a piece of shit, but also, um, I think that I screamed that at our live show, actually. He is a piece of shit, but you also have been kind of like, he's a piece of shit, but yet he has like, but he's just, it's his own emotional stuff. You still feel sorry, not feel sorry for him, but it's like, I'm trying to have empathy. Like he's got his own emotions that he's trying to work through. But the way he acted towards her in this episode, Ooh. I went, you're an incredulous, this, entitled piece of misogyny. And he's a brat. Sh- brat. He's a little band he's a baby. brat. He is a yeah, brat. This is, I wanted to do a theater version of this, but it made me too angry. No. So I can't. Yeah, no, no, we no. can't do it. It's, y'all, so they're sitting there, they're having tea, and Jenny's like, mm, oh, oh, it's a good tea. It's good tea. <laughs> yeah, no, chicken's like tea, but it's good. And he says, uh, and then Jenny says, I'm happy that I'm not hated anymore. Yeah. <laughs> happy that your family doesn't hate me. Bah, they don't really like me. Bah, oh. But I can't so, go to your nephew's uh, coronation because, or whatever. Coronation? It's whatever it's called in your religion. <laughs> it's like a go. blessing. A blessing, yeah, yeah a so blessing. They. Uh, they're not crowning the nephew <laughs> as king of India. I think you should have a coronation or something. Please. What would you be crowned with? Don't answer that. <laughs> Let's keep a going. A pearl necklace. <sighs> um, they so, really Have they ever made a, 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 that movie called A Girl with a Pearl Necklace, but that's a porn? <laughs> have they? The Girl with the Pearl they, Necklace. It's just me going. <laughs> they really should have. I mean, for straight porn. If they didn't make that, then... Vision Studios or whatever the they're The boy called, with the pearl necklace. Yes. Just me, me staring out a window like a Vermeer painting. With semen on your chest. <laughs> me going... <laughs> <laughs> you waylaid me. I was talking about something. <laughs> the, <laughs> the poodle <laughs> with the pearl <laughs> necklace. Sorry, it's just too good of an idea. I've always wanted a period movie about my... Uh, <laughs> to live in a period movie. A Merchant Ivory film. We have to move on! Anyway. Um, so Jenny says, Stop! You're imagining me in a Merchant Ivory film, aren't you? It's just reactions in drawing rooms. Like, oh. Oh. And, or me going, Why can't I have the man I oh, want? God. It's tight. I was born in the wrong era. I need to really watch that Netflix show everybody loved. I forget what it's called. Benevolent, Benevolent. What's that movie? The Shonda Show everybody liked. Oh, Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it yet. (laughs) It had problems, but in general, it's, it's candy. You, you, you know, it's, it's too, it's too long. It won't do anything for you anymore. How do you manage to stick your head into the sand for so many things? I was just tired from and wiping my dad's ass. And then you watch utter trash. 
No, I haven't even. I'm, I'm, I gotta get, get caught up. I'm back now. I swear to God, if you tell me you're watching something and it's not at least halfway decent, I will come and destroy your streaming service <laughs> with a golf club. <laughs> I have a lot of violent tendencies today. You've got to get fucked. It, it calms you. It does. It does make me docile. It does. Um, where was I? <laughs> So I, this is this is this is bad. So no, so y'all, he says. Smith says. Well, Jenny says uh, we're gonna get married in thirty days, and Smith's like, yeah, about that, about that. Um, he's like, uh, I was nervous, so I put it on hold, y'all. I've never seen Jenny get so calm. serious. It's it. This is what pissed me off. Smith <clears throat> kept saying, "You need to calm. You need to calm," and I went. No, you're saying for her to be calm means she needs to agree with you. It's also, he's got a script. Yeah, Jenny was... Calm does mean be quiet. Yes, Jenny was, I was shocked. Me too. She just sat there, kind of laid back in a chair with her arms on the chair, and she was like, so uh, so you don't want to marry me then? Is that what you're saying? And And Smith's like, like, calm down, calm down. And she's like, I'm calm. I'm calm. And he's like, you need to be calmer. No, you really, it means silence. That's what he wants. And she says, um, she says, she said, why did you do that? And he said, I was nervous. And he said, I was just feeling all these bad experiences of marriage. You know, Jenny, imagine how I feel. Yes, how I, and Jenny, he said, you know how I feel about marriage. And Jenny said, but your last marriage wasn't a real marriage. We've right. talked about that. Uh, it wasn't a real marriage. It was not how marriage is at all. And then Samit realizes he's at literally on way 101 of not marrying Jenny. And he's like, but what about all those other marriages I see in society? And did you notice his pit stains? Yeah, just sweating. He was sweating through, y'all. This- and Jenny just says calmly, what you're thinking is not about us. This has this ideology has nothing to do with us. I'm such a fan of her. I am in too. This scene. In the, I've never seen her do anything like this. So proud of her. And so I like it how she didn't give him the opportunity to leave. She just got up and just walked away. What? Well, yeah, and she says he's she says I'm the one who confided in you. I'm the one that you've always been able to trust. Yeah. And she's like it's Madison. And Smith says, "Well, I just wish you would support me." And Jenny says, oh. How about supporting me? <laughs> finally. And, fi- and I wrote, finally, Jenny says, what about and he me? Says, he says, don't pressure it. It's fine. Just don't pressure it. This woman who <sighs> left her family, is this, left her grandchildren. Is this nine years? Uh, I yes, want to say it's nine, nine years. years. Left, her, left, her re- left her job. Le- took an early retirement. Didn't know the language and moved to your country. And, and how sh- your parents hate her. And, for- sh- and has been verbally and emotionally abused yes. by your mom and, and other people in society. And yet she needs your to Your father called about- her an oldie. <laughs> yes. And yet she needs to support you Fuck! Fuck off. you! Stick Fuck your you. head up your ass and fart it away to Jesus. <laughs> okay, that's a um, new one. And he's then she goes. So go to your function. Go to your family. Uh, and she's y'all, like, I've got some decisions to make. Did you? Did you hear S- Samit say this? Just really brings out my rebellious nature, like he's fucking Danny Zuko. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what or, is Sid? Or Sandy. Sandy, or Sid. Tell me about it, stud. Oh. Sandy, what happened to you, what Sandy? To you, Sandy? <laughs> you look great, Sandy. So remember, the message of Greece, y'all, is... It said, does Jenny just need to curl her hair and wear on wear tight pants? <laughs> yes. Again, and then a guy will And they need her? to sing, uh, you're the one that I want. Uh, the message of Greece, remember, is if the person doesn't like you as you are... Change, change. yourself. <laughs> It actually has a lot of a lot of messages. The 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 thing about Greece is he changes into someone who thinks she would want, and then she's changing into something, and they realize, oh, it's all fine. It's all foolishness. But I'm hot now, so I'm gonna keep this change. Good. Um, but so, and I wrote down, could Jenny be done? Uh, so we'll see. Y'all, so she goes to the Escon Temple, which. 
I kind well, of I just want to say, Jenny her. said once, she said, and he said, I'm telling you this. I'm, and Jenny just says calmly, no, I think you're finally telling me the truth. Yep. I think you're telling me the truth, and that's why I go to your function, and I have decisions to make. Yo, this is the this is if you've ever had one of those things where you fought all night long with someone, you're trying to break up. They you fought all night long. There's that five thirty a.m. clarity. Yes, when the sun is coming up, and all you can do is just speak from your heart and say, "You know what? I understand now." Without malice, I know why, and this is not working for me. Yeah. And you just told me the truth. And I can't, I have no more tears left to cry, Ariana Grande. I have no more, no more anger in me. Mm-hmm. This is, and the only thing I can do is go and say my Hare Krishnas. Exactly. But I will say, submit as he leave. He said, and this is what has cemented, cemented, Submit to me is I'm going to say cemented. W- submit cemented as one of the, I think one of the worst people on 90 Day Fiance. He's pretty bad, and that is when he said, "See, this is what I was always afraid of: oh! her manipulating me and trying to control me." Boy, talk about boy. It, y'all, you know Jenny. I don't think they listen to the show by this time. They don't. She we called her a chicken for three episodes in a row, and she <laughs> cried more than just, three. Just her voice, but Jenny. You are better than him. You are so much better than him. Yep. Agree. Ugh. And I'm sure you taste better than him in a curry. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Krishna. I'm going to go to Hi, Krishna. Um, all, she's just there with her bees. Oh, Hare Krishna. And this, this de- former devotee, devotee, uh, a, devotee. A, 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 devo- a devotee comes up and says, Shakti, you know, Shakti Mata, right? I think that's her name. Shak- I did not write it down. Shakti Mata. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Boy, Blind Squirrel found that knot. <laughs> Shakti Mata. Shakti Mata. Yes. So, y'all. This woman comes over, solves all, all Jenny's problems. I mean, this is like, this is the this is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, she removed the curtain. She said, "She's like it's interesting." But Jenny's told her, "He's like she's like, I'm, how are you, Jenny? You're still here. Oh, I'm still here. Still here, just she's waiting like, more. Still, still, don't marry me." He's like, "But his parents don't hate me anymore. <laughs> don't yeah, don't hate me anymore." And um, and she says. Okay, and Jenny said, we got their approval, but now uh, he thinks I'm going to change after the marriage. And she said, is it? She was really good, really good kind of therapy. Oh, we question. need this woman. And she they said- They should hire this they woman. They should. She said, is your marriage, fuck this astrologer, hire this right. woman. And Jenny says, no, nothing's going to change. You know, she said, every month I'm so scared that my visa's not going to get approved, that I'm going to have to leave India, and then um, this would give me such a peace of mind. And Samit keeps saying he, he'll handle it, but he doesn't. And she said, is his way of handling it not doing anything? And Check. That is, y'all, because remember, not doing something is doing something. Yep. Not doing something is saying a message loud and clear. It, it is. Yes, they are telling you something. Um, and and wh- she said, if he really wanted to be with you, he wouldn't leave this up to any chance. Yeah. He would say... This I is need to do this. What a good girlfriend has needed to do for Jenny. Yes. Because her daughter can't do it. Her daughter's wife can't do it. It's no. too close of a relationship. Too close to the relationship. She needs a girlfriend. It really a girlfriend who doesn't know her that well. Doesn't know her that well and just says, This is speaking volumes to me. I hear oh. it loud and clear. Because if he's not willing to do that, then where's the love? And and then my favorite Because this y'all, this little relationship, I just want to say this. Uh, say this this relationship is not built on love it's built on codependence totally it's built on it's on submit has mommy issues because as we've seen this whole season it's just about submit getting his mother's love and he never felt like he had that mother's love and jenny fulfills some of that and jenny in late in her life thinks she's finally found love again and she has transmogrified everything on to submit that she's ever wanted. Yep. 
And unfortunately, she doesn't have the self-esteem to realize that no, she doesn't. he doesn't treat her like she should be treated. Yeah. Because no one, y'all, even if you're Jenny, who... Jenny thinks this is last chance for her. And doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what kind of person it is. Nope. Um, and, but my favorite thing that the woman says is, Jenny, you know what you need to do? Go back. If he... Uh, let him feel how important you are to him. Yes, because he's getting all the perks without any of the responsibilities. Don't let him use you. But this is what broke my heart. Shakti Mata. Shakti Mata is when Jenny says, I agree with you. You're right. But I've had some beautiful moments. I've shared with him these beautiful moments. And she says, well, if you go back to the U.S., maybe he'll feel the loss. Mm-hmm. And again, she says you're right. So that, but then Jenny pauses, like, "But I love him so much. He's so easy for me to love. So it's more of in this case, I would want to ask, I would ask uh, Jenny, what is easy to love about him? What does he give you? And then ask, like, are those actually worth the cost of what you're giving up? And are those? And I'm sure she would be like, well. It's like stuff like mother and child yep. dynamics. I, I guarantee you it'd be things like that. And it's not equal husband, wife, partner, spouse relationships. So, um, she, open-ended. And Jenny says, I still feel more love submit than I felt for anyone else. And she said, and when it comes down to it, I can't leave. And Shaktimata says, and he knows that. And that's why he keeps doing this, because he knows you can't This leave. woman! She was... Get her, get her to Ecuador. Yes, talk some sense into. Sir I guess Jesus. she can't. If 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 she talks, I will say, if she talks sense into Jenny and gets Jenny to actually try and leave, Jenny buys a ticket and is packing and is leaving and then submit like at the eleventh hour, literally comes back and grabs her. But this woman got this chicken to fly the coop. <laughs> that she is the winner of all Naughty Day Fiance forever and ever. <laughs> Will Jenny fly the coop? <laughs> I don't fly, know. Fly away. I want you to Y'all, that's the show. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. You can go to realitygaze.com. <clears throat> you can go to Reality Gaze Podcast on our Instagram, Reality Gaze Pod on the Twitter. Find Poodle and I on Cameo. We'll give you advice. We'll give you uh, some love. We'll critique your wedding dresses. Poodle will tell you if your husband's got big dick face. <laughs> I've, I've stopped doing that. Oh, you don't do that anymore. No. Oh, what made you stop? Um, It got awkward. Let's just say that. <laughs> But if you want to, if you want Poodle to read someone, he will. That I still do. That he still do. And that is enjoyable for me. So come back, come at us and let us know. Again, if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, y'all, man, it would really help, especially going into the fall, just to, if we could get even just like 100 reviews by January, that'd be a great way to start the new year and bump us up great the way. ratings. And the ratings. The ratings. Only if it's a five-star review. If you got less, though, you can leave them at home. Yeah, you, you can give those to the complaint department. <laughs> Where's the complaint department, Poodle? Uh, it is complaints, go fuck yourself, <laughs> at... Dot net? At 90daygays.edu. Dot edu. <laughs> <laughs> here learning. Y'all, we call these people lonely hearts, because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, Poodle? Yes. And if you are about to get married, and out of nowhere comes a handsome young Ecuadorian man in his Ooh. cutlass Sierra Ooh. and you hear the lanes of love lift us up where we belong and he takes you with his beefy arms plants one on you and whispers into your ear call us <laughs> Gunk, gunk. <laughs>
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.